Welcome everybody to Football Talk with Freddy, the number one podcast for football. It's October 26, 2020, best year ever. You ever if if it's if you say it's not, then you're lying. But yeah, uh today today I'm going to be giving my predictions on who I think is going to win the top 25 games this week. Week uh we we have a bunch of teams. Pretty much most of college football is back right now. Only games missing right now, I believe, are the MAC and the and the Pac-12. Pac-12 comes back in two weeks, and the MAC comes back next week, I think. So not this not this coming week. But the following week, oh, they they play on a Wednesday, so yeah, we get our action. So yeah, yeah. So today I'm gonna be giving my predictions, talk a little bit about the games, and if we have time, I might talk about some of you guys' questions uh, or the news. We'll we'll see how this goes. So first up, we're gonna be doing my predictions. And then we'll see how much time we have left. And then I might talk about some of the big stories because there have been some big stories, not just in college football, but the NFL over the past couple days. So I'm going to be talking about that. So first game we have in the top 25 this week, assuming there's no cancellations. Of course, that's the one thing about doing these early predictions. I might be predicting games that might get canceled or changed but you never know so uh, first game we have have number 19 Marshall the Marshall Thundering Herd taking on uh, Florida International Florida International is 0-3 last week they lost to a Jacksonville State was it Jacksonville State they put up a good fight against uh, Florida Florida State a couple weeks ago, go but Florida State took it, and everybody thought Florida State was embarrassing until they came on and beat uh, UNC. Although I admit UNC was a little overrated, rated. Uh, I still expected them to win that game, and they obviously didn't. So, so yeah, Florida International they're owning three right now. The Panthers. Last year they beat uh, Miami, which was a big win for them, but obviously nothing else happened. They've had three games postponed. They had a a game against UCF, which was postponed earlier in the season. Their game against Jacksonville State earlier was postponed, though they made it up last week. And then they had a game against Charlotte, which are they making that up? At the moment, no, they are not. So, yeah, Florida International, 0-3 right now, 0-1 in the Conference USA play. Not, not a good, not a good place to be in right now if you're a uh, Panther fan. All right, are they, are they the Panthers or Flo- Golden Panthers? Oh no, they're just the Panthers. Thought they were the Golden Panthers for a second. But they're no, they're just the Panthers, the Florida International Panthers, or FIU for short. Marshall, 
Marshall, they're five and zero. They played. They've pretty much uh, destroyed, beat all their opponents by ten or more points. Points they beat Appalachian State earlier in the season. They've had two games postponed so far this year. Here and honestly, they looking at their schedule. They might be able to run the table and go undefeated. Defeated. They play Charlotte. They 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 have three winnable games right now: UMass, Middle Tennessee, and Florida International. All three of those are winnable games for Marshall. Charlotte, they are two and two right now. No, now, but. Marshall could run the table. I really there's some there's a there's a couple uh group of five teams or BYU. They're not I don't count them as group of five. Honestly, I think they're almost just as good as a, a power five school. Though they're not part of a conference just like Notre Dame, but everybody still considers Notre Dame a power five. And I think BYU is a is is a is a lot better than a group of five school. So, so yeah, Marshall, they are undefeated right now. Now their quarterback has done well. Uh, Garrett Wells, or Grant Wells, Grant Wells, yeah. So far this year, he is at 80, of, 80 for 125, 110 10 passing yards, eight touchdowns. Four picks. Picks. Uh, Norton for is the leading passer for FIU right now. Seventeen to thirty-two, two hundred seven yards and three touchdowns. Downs Knox for Marshall has one hundred eighteen carries for five hundred fifty-six yards and seven touchdowns. And the leading receiver is Corey Gamage with fifteen receptions, one hundred sixty-seven yards and a touchdown down marshall's a 23 point favorite and i would take marshall for this game i really like their team grant wells think he's a pretty good quarterback it's supposed to be 87 degrees in miami florida uh but i'm going with the, the herd we are marshall next next game we got uh the four and two uh, Boston College Eagles taking on the 6-0 and Clemson Tigers. Clemson's a 31-point favorite. Trevor Lawrence, Travis Adin, Amari Rogers been dominating. Boston College has been doing actually pretty good. A lot better than I thought. They have a, a first-year head coach. Uh, uh, Jeff, Jeff Hatley, or Halfley, he was a... Uh, He was the uh, co-defense coordinator for the Buckeyes last year, and and yeah, Ohio State has produced some uh, pretty good uh, DBs in the NFL. Felt and Boston College has had a pretty good defense. Honestly, he's done he's done a nice job at Boston College. Do I think they're going to be Clemson? I hate to say it, probably not. Would be it would be a big win for Boston College to beat Clemson, 
but I I sadly don't see it. I don't. Only team I could see beating them, and I wouldn't even say or fine. I wouldn't even say I see them beating them, but they have the best chance, and that is Notre Dame. But Notre Dame, they've had a couple games that they haven't played the best. Clemson's pretty much controlled most of their games this year. Only uh, probably their worst game was the one against Syracuse where they let them back in pretty quickly, but they've controlled pretty much the whole game every year, every week, putting up pretty much 49 or 40 points plus lowest scoring game was at 37 points for them have led up haven't led up more than uh 20 25 points this year year boston college and the games also in clemson south carolina I all right, yeah, it's not there's no question. I'm going with Clemson for this game. Be a big upset, but I don't I don't see Boston College doing it. But I'll give them credit. They are having a pretty good year. I wasn't I I thought they would be like a bottom tier team in the ACC behind uh like Georgia Tech. I thought Georgia Tech would be and Boston College would be at the bottom. But they're doing so far pretty good. A lot better than I expected. So, uh, Clemson's, yeah, 31-point favorite. Uh, give me the Tigers. Next game, we have uh, number five, Georgia, taking on Kentucky. Kentucky last week uh, struggled on offense. Their defense has been really impressive this year. Honestly, it's probably, uh, this, in my opinion, a top three defense in the uh, SEC. See... See, uh, last though la- last week against uh, Missouri, they they didn't do a nice didn't do a good job uh keeping uh, Missouri off the field. They they killed the clock. Uh, I di- I watched, I saw some of the game, and I saw something that. What, let me see time of possession. Does it? What was the time of the possession for the Missouri game? Uh, team stats. Yeah, sixteen minutes. Kentucky had the ball for sixteen minutes, and Missouri had it for forty-three minutes. That's a big difference. Kentucky had a hundred and forty-five yards. Their offense has been struggling. Defense has, in my opinion, been carrying them the whole season. Season. And their defense is really good, but offense, not so much. That's a lot. Terry Wilson, he's not the best passer, in my opinion. And and Kentucky has to rely on the run a lot. Uh, let's see, they were 4 of 13 passing the whole day. Not the best. And only 98 rushing yards on 23 attempts, 4 yards per rush. Not not bad. Had only one penalty. Uh, they they lost a fumble. But yeah, you have to. They only left twenty points, which isn't bad. But when you're giving a, a team up forty three minutes with the ball, that's that's pretty bad. Now, 
offense, they probably had a bunch of three and outs, I'm assuming. So that's not totally on the defense, but but when a team's 43 minutes, that's that's not good. Georgia, uh, last week they didn't play. They had a bye week. Uh, two weeks ago they played uh, Alabama. Played the close in the first half. Second half, got Alabama made adjustments and killed them. Stetson Bennett, I, I believe, is going to be starting. Starting, he had one bad, act, really one bad half. 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 Uh, he 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 didn't play bad in the first half. Second half, uh, that's a little bit different. I'm going with with Georgia. Uh, Georgia, they they have the best defense in the SEC. I don't care what they say about uh the Alabama game. That Alabama has the best offense. In the SEC, no question. And as Nick Saban said this year, and he's a defensive guy, and, you know, and Nick Saban's one of the best head coaches. He's always said defense is the most important. If you have a good defense, you can win games. This year, pretty much, he said, if you don't have an offense, it's almost impossible to win games. And the this year, the SEC defense – I'll admit, it hasn't hasn't been the best like it has been in past years. I don't know if it's due to new coaches, the shortened practices, or or what. I I'm, I have no answer for that. All I know is that uh, teams this year have been putting up more points than usual. Uh, Kentucky, Georgia has a better offense, and I, they have, as I said, they have the best defense. They're a 14 and a half point favorite. Yeah, curious, what's the over under for this game? Over under 44 and a half. So, pretty much like 22, 23 points a game for each team. So,. I would go with yeah that that's tough. I would I might go with the over. But yeah, Georgia's offense it's not the best. That and that was their problem last year. They had the they had a really good defense defense, but but if your offense can't score points, it it becomes very hard. Defense I still believe is very important cuz like look at Ole Miss. Miss they they arguably have the second best offense in the league, or in the SEC, but defense is terrible. Ter- terrible, it's worse. It's the worst. Maybe second worst. Maybe uh, Vanderbilt. Well, they, Vanderbilt didn't play last week, so. But it's, it's so bad. Where I might consider them worse than Vanderbilt's defense. But yeah, I'm going. I'm going with the Bulldogs for this next game. We got a pretty good matchup. Uh, I, I believe that this is the rematch of last year's last year's uh, a American uh, uh, championship. Was it? I believe. Uh, was it Cincinnati versus? 
Yeah, last year it was Cincinnati and Memphis. Memphis won 29-24. They played each other in back-to-back weeks. Weeks. Weeks, Memphis is 3-1. and one. Last week, their, their only loss was to SMU by a field goal. Their offense has been pretty good this year, putting up 41, 50, 27 points, 37 points. Defense eh, could be a little bit better. They were playing some... Let up uh, 30 points, 49, 29, 24. Though the teams they were playing had pretty high-powered offenses. UCF does, SMU does, and Arkansas State does as well. Temple, uh, I could be wrong. I, I don't believe they have the best offense, but those other three teams have pretty good offenses. So uh, that could be part of it. Uh, uh, Brady White, White so far this year, 17 touchdowns, four interceptions, uh, 13, just under 1,400 yards. A Ritter, 60 of 99, 723 yards, seven touchdowns, four interceptions through the air. Air, lean rusher is Clark, 79 carries for 421 yards and one touchdown. Dokes for Cincinnati, 62 carries for 250 yards and six touchdowns. Austin, leading receiver, Austin the third, leading receiver for Memphis, 24 receptions, 424 yards and five touchdowns. And Jackson for Cincinnati, 10 receptions for 153 yards. Cincinnati has a really good defense, and that's and they proved against SMU. SMU has a pretty good offense, but they were able to stop them. And their offense... Did really good last week. SMU, though, that I'll admit it doesn't have the best defense, but their offense is really impressive. Memphis, their defense is all right. I, I, that's um. I want to go with some upsets, and I think Memphis beating them that is a possible upset. So, but I'm I'm going with Cincinnati for the win, though I think it's it will be a close game. And Memphis, if Memphis can play some pretty good defense, offense I believe can put up points even against Cincinnati. Cincinnati's going to play really good defense. Uh, offense, let's see, offense. It's been all it's been all right, but last week was explosive. Uh, but their defense has been uh, amazing for them. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Cincinnati. Uh, last week I went against them, them and obviously didn't got the pick wrong. So yeah, give me the Bearcats. Next game we got the battle of Michigan, Michigan State taking on uh, number thirteen Michigan. Uh, Michigan they had a a great game against Minnesota. Played good offense. Played good defense. Got pressure on the quarterback. Was really good. Uh, Michigan State. They played Rutgers. Uh, offense uh, wasn't the best. Our offense was that it was all right. Uh, they they didn't do too bad in the passing game. Rick uh, Ricky Lombardi. If if I remember right, 
I believe he's like the nep- nephew or he's somehow re- is he related to Vince Lombardi? A Rocky Lombardi. Where did I get Rick? Rock Lombardi. My my bad. Is he related to? Let's see. I thought I heard something that he was. Let's see. Bio. He was a three-star quarterback. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, okay. Here's what it says. Has no, has no known relation to Vince Lombardi. Okay. Yeah, Lombardi, yeah. It's not, it's, I think it's a little bit more, common than than you think think but yeah okay so he has no relation all right i wasn't sure sure michigan's a 25 and a half point favorite uh they they had 319 passing yards 50 rushing yards couldn't get the run game going defense allowed 76 276 yards which isn't bad but uh, they light up 38 points did they throw pick six or something I didn't watch the game. All I know is uh, Rutgers won. Let's see. Okay. Let's see. No. No pick six. But he did throw two picks. So. Give um uh let's see Mel Tucker Tucker yeah yeah he was coming from uh Colorado he's a really good recruiter and that's what they thought they needed uh, didn't do too well it's hard to do well in your first year especially your first game game Rutgers Greg Shiano he, at least he's been at Rutgers, so he at least knows about the program and everything. Obviously, the players are a lot different than from the last time he was there. But still, at least he has some familiarity there. Uh, Mel Tucker, not so much. Uh, I'm going with Michigan for this game. Game, I think it might be a rough year for Michigan State. State, it's hard to do well in your first year, so... So yeah, give me Michigan. They played really well against Michigan State. I mean, Mich- or, I mean Minnesota. Great offense, great defense. Now, next game we have sixteen Kansas State. They're four and one, four and zero oh in the Big Twelve, taking on West Virginia. Uh, the, earlier this year they lost us their uh, senior quarterback Skylar Thompson, who was having a pretty good year. 
at the time. Let's see, right right now they're averaging uh, 35 points per game, letting up 24 points per game. Not bad. Virginia's averaging 32 points per game, letting up 22. Two. Two. Uh, Kansas State last week, they, they played Kansas and dominated them. Kansas lost their best player, uh, Puka Williams. He decided to uh, opt out of the season. I don't know if it was due to the coaches or for safety. I hope, wish him the best. Best, and I, I, during this, these times, I don't have... Now, if, if he opted out because the team was bad, I, no respect for you. But if you opted out because of your safety, then then obviously yeah i'm there's nothing to be mad about and that's totally understandable right now with with these times and it, it it's got it's gone a little scary and for some teams like florida they had like 20 cases or something at a, at one point and yeah obviously with les miles getting it too too with your coach getting it, it it can be very scary so luckily i haven't had it had it but i've known some people have it it affects everybody different but in the end we, we just want everyone to be safe so okay but yeah so for this game i'm taking uh, kansas state next game we have Number 20, Coastal Carolina versus Georgia State. Uh, Coastal Carolina's uh, undefeated, 5-0 and right now. Georgia State's 2-2. Two and two. Last week they had a close game against Troy. Coastal Carolina uh, beat Georgia Southern by two touchdowns. Georgia Southern, there. I mean, Coastal Carolina this year is looking really good. Trying to compete for a New Year's Six Bowl would be the first time they've ever made made one considering they just joined the FBS uh, in 2017, I believe. So this would be a big win for them. Georgia State, State they, their offense has been pretty good this year. Defense, not so much. Uh, I'm going with uh, Coastal Carolina for this game. Uh, so next, next game, we have Iowa State versus uh, Kansas. Iowa State, they lost to uh, Oklahoma State in a close game last week. Uh, Kansas, they just got blown out. Les Miles is out. He, I don't. I think he might be back for this game. I have no idea. Is he back? Is Les Miles gonna be back? Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, this is interesting news. Uh, Les Miles says Puka Williams plans to rejoin Kansas in January. Uh, okay. 
So, yeah, he won't travel to West Virginia. So... So, okay, they're expecting him to return. That That's great news for him, for Kansas. Uh, is Les Miles back? He didn't travel for the West Virginia game. And did he coach last week? I, I, I didn't watch the game, but it's been more than two weeks, so maybe he did coach and he's back. I... It's, I think it's been more than two weeks, so he should be back by now. So, but yeah, I still don't think it's going to matter. Iowa State, they're really a good team. They're a 28 and a half point favorite. They got Brock Purdy. He's been all right. I was hoping he would do a little bit better this year. But yeah, Kansas, they've scored 15 points per game and allowed 45. Kansas State, Iowa State's scored 28 points, have only allowed 26.8 points per game, averaging 409 points per game, or yards per game. Not points. That'd, that'd be a lot of points. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I'm going with Iowa State for this game. Next game, we got four Notre Dame versus Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech got crushed by Louisville last week. Or, no, or no they played our Boston College. 48-27, but not, well, at least it was closer, unlike the Clemson game. Notre Dame, they crushed a pit like 48-3 to or 45-3, to 45-3. Three, uh, Notre Dame's 20-point favorite. I would definitely take Notre Dame. Dame, you got to blow them out in this game. You got to, Notre Dame, they've had some close games, and, and they got to start blowing them out, blowing these other teams out, because if they want to be, at least in the conversation that for the playoffs, they're going to have to beat Clemson either in the ACC championship or the or in the regular season. Wait, do they play in the regular season? Yeah, they do. Okay. Oh, in two, in two weeks they do. So, yeah. I would say blow them out, rest your starters, or play them. To make sure they're ready to go, but but yeah, I'm going with Notre Dame for this game. Georgia Tech, they've been disappointing this year. Maybe they should go back to the read option or triple option. Uh, next game we have nine Wisconsin versus Nebraska. Nebraska, they kept it close against uh, what's it, uh, uh. Ohio State this past week, at least in the first half, second half, they got blown out. Uh, Wisconsin, I would easily pick them for this game. However, uh, yesterday, Graham Hurt, Mertz, Mertz, the redshirt freshman who dominated in his first game against Illinois, has tested positive for corona. And this is what makes things interesting. So obviously he would miss this game. But I didn't even realize this. In the Big Ten, here's the rules. He, You have to quarantine for 21 days. days. I, I understand it's the Big Ten's rules, but I'm, I'm curious why. Why, though? Because I'm pretty sure, isn't it 
10 to 14 days where you could be exposed or whatever. I could be I could be wrong, obviously. I'm not a doctor, but and but I'm just going off what I've heard from from some experts. They they've said 10 to 14 days, so I wonder why it's 21 days. Maybe because they don't want them to be rushed back into a game. They want them to at least have some practice, which eh, which makes some sense. But also, still that that hurts uh, Wisconsin a lot. So not only did they lose uh, Jack Cohen to a broken foot, their starter this year who looked great, uh, unfortunately tested positive. Nebraska, eh, they played a close game in the first half, second half, not so much. Didn't expect much from Nebraska in this game. But so so who who would be the starter for Wisconsin? Though I heard if he if you uh, test positive, you can test again the next day and that will determine if you uh and if it's a if you test negative then it could be a false positive. So so then he might be able to play. Yeah, so first test, he tested positive. S- second test, well, if it's confirmed that he has it, he will have to sit for 21 days, which is three games. So the... Top two quarterbacks would be Van Chase Wolf and Danny Vanden Boom. Boom, according to this, Wolf redshirt in twenty eighteen played in three games. Took over for Mertz late in a victory over Illinois. From this one report, and then Vanden Boom redshirt in twenty seventeen played in sight. Oh, took over. He played in three games last week, and then he played late in the game. Okay, and then Van Boone redshirted in 2017, played in three games, 2018. Oh, redshirted in 2017, 18 didn't play, or played in three games, and last year did not play at all. Uh, but that that's a huge loss for them. Damn. Hopefully he tests negative. They, I have no idea if is he tested immediately, or does he have to wait till the test day. But, I hope hopefully he tests a negative, because that'd be a huge loss for uh, Wisconsin. And here, the rules for uh, the Big Twelve or not Big Twelve, Big Ten, ten. And here's what makes it tough. There's no. There's no uh, bye weeks uh, because of their decision earlier to cancel the season, but then they decided to come back like a month ago. And since they were starting very late and they're at least trying to compete in the college football playoff, they have to. They had to uh, parents cancel all the bye weeks, and they said the requirement to play in the Big Ten championship is you have to play in at least you have to have six games, play six at least six games so that could be 
a huge loss for Mertz. For Mertz, and you have to play. It's not you have to win. But hopefully he didn't infect. If he did test positive, he didn't infect anybody on the team because you don't want, obviously for the safety of everyone, but if you test positive, if you have a little outbreak in the Big Ten, not only are players um, having to um, quarantine for 21 days, but also those are like, that's literally three games you're going to miss. Pretty much three games. So that's it. So that would be a huge loss for Wisconsin. Hopefully he tests negative. I haven't seen anything yet. Hope I'm I'm hoping he's he's all right. Uh and then Nebraska. Yeah, they had a close game. Wisconsin's a seven half point favorite. The game's in uh Lincoln. I'm going with I'm I'm still going with Nebraska. Though I mean not or I mean Wisconsin. Though it is scary. Scary. Hopefully Mertz if Mertz is back and there was a just a false positive, then I think they'll definitely win. Even without them, I think it will be a close game, but I'm still going with Wisconsin. Next game, we have a 17 Indiana versus Rutgers. Rutgers won their first Big Ten game since uh, 2016, I believe. Leave uh, Indiana, they beat Penn State off a off a two point conversion in overtime. They went for the two, and it and literally the ball hit out of bounds, but the goal line at the same time. Time and it, it was. It made it very hard to tell. Was it a touchdown or is it out of bounds? Was he short at the one? It it literally came down to a judgment call or a call where there wasn't enough evidence and they had to stick to the original call. Some Penn State fans are mad about it, but like those those calls, it it's it's not obvious at all. It might be maybe it's obvious to you, but it's it that's those that's like where a call where it could go either way. But obviously the rules are unless you have uh, evidence that proves proves the call was wrong, you shouldn't uh, overturn it. So they they're supposed to stick with the call. At least that's what the referees are supposed to do, and they. And yeah, so the uh, so Indiana is undefeated. They're ranked seventeen. Rutgers they beat Michigan State as I said earlier. Or Greg Schiano's back. We'll see. We'll see what he can do. Can he bring him back to greatness? Off to a good start with their first uh, Big Ten win. And yeah, I'm going with Indiana for this game. I really like their team. Michael Penix Jr. I really like him. Uh, Indiana's been improving as a program. So, yeah, making the Big Ten uh, a little bit better. All they have to do is just fix the... Um, Maryland. 
and then bring Michigan State to a pretty decent team again. So, yeah, I'm going with with Indiana for this game. Uh, next game we have have a. Uh, Texas taking on Oklahoma number six Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's a three and a half point favorite. Their defense has been eh, pretty good this year. Here, that's been the highlight of their team. Texas, uh, they have it had a pretty good offense this year. Defense, not so much. The and the Big Twelve's not normally known for defense. Sam Ellinger still having a pretty good year. Year, uh, Sanders was back came back last week. For Oklahoma State, I'm um, I'm going with Oklahoma State. They have to. Texas is is, is this is going to be a really close game game and and Oklahoma State they they're going to have a tough challenge to uh, stay undefeated the the whole way. They're the they're pretty much the last hope in the Big Twelve for for a Big Twelve team in the playoff, but it, it's it's not going to be easy, especially their next three weeks: Texas, Kansas State, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Then they have Baylor, TCU. TCU's been a tough team this year. Texas Tech. Uh, they competed with Texas, Baylor. And uh, not I hate to say it's not the same team. But yeah, I'm going with Oklahoma State for this game. But it's going to be a very close game. I'll say that. Next game we have a uh, 25 Boise State taking on Air Force. Air Force lost to San Jose State last week, but they beat uh, Navy earlier in the year. Here, here, uh, Air Force. They lost their quarterback. I th- quarterback. Um, oh, I for- uh, I forgot his name, but I remember reading an article. He was like placed on leave or something like that because something happened. Uh, Boise State. They dominated. In their first game against Utah State, I'm go- I'm going with the Broncos. Really like their team. They're always competitive. They're 14 point favorite. Hank, he's a pretty good quarterback. I'm give me the Broncos. Next game we got Mississippi State taking on the number two Alabama Crimson Tide. Alabama's the 31 point favorite. Give me the bu- Mississippi State. We're we're gonna win this game. I'm 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 I wish I I wish I was serious. Uh, Mississippi State, his defense has been pretty good this year. I'll give him that. But Alabama has the best offense in 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 the SEC and probably in college football. They're at least like I would say top five five. Uh, their defense has been improving at first. It looked like they might struggle this year, but they've 
they they have been been improving. Uh, let's see. See, see. Uh, I have no idea who's going to be starting for Mississippi State. Uh, Mike Leach. Last thing I heard is he said they, KJ Costello and uh, Will Rogers will be splitting reps. Personally, I think you. I think you go for Will Rogers to see what he can do. Do he KJ Costello? I hate to say this. It's probably going to be his only year at Mississippi State. State and Will Rogers might be the future. Future. We're, uh, I know we're bringing a four-star quarterback next year. Uh, but let's let's just see what Will Rogers can do. I'm not expecting him to win the game, but let's just see what he can do against Alabama. He's going to be playing them in the future. Playing these tough games as the SEC, so t- at least give him that experience to play. To play and and yeah, Al Al Alabama. They did lose a uh, Waddle. Waddle. He Jalen Waddle. He got hurt on the opening kickoff last week, and I think he broke his ankle. Or something like that. He it, it was it was not good. He's out for the year. He did have his, a successful surgery. I'll say that. that that's good for him. I have no idea if he's going to enter the draft or not. Not. He's a very talented player. Yeah, but the injury might uh, take down his draft stock a little bit. But we'll see. Uh, Mississippi State's offense this year has disappointed. First game was really good. After that, not so much. Offensive line hasn't been well, and they they and personally, I think that's our biggest problem. I don't think it's on the quarterback as much as everyone's blaming Costello. He has made mistakes. I'll give him that, and he has missed throws that he's he needs to make, but it's not all on him. Him, offensive line needs to improve you need to give us time to at least do something besides throwing screens all day because we can't because when it's th- teams many teams we're we're going to be playing are pro- probably going to send three three to eight or uh, send three players and then drop eight texting and did blitz a little bit more especially on third down down so, but we gotta. Alabama has talented players where they they probably can blitz every play, and they they could still make an impact. So we we gotta. Uh, they were t- not expecting a win. Win, but I hope our offense can improve. Improve, uh, for us for us to have a chance to win, which uh, literally it's. It's called our offense. Like needs to play the best football it has. Needs to no, no literally it needs to play the way they did against LSU, times ten, maybe even more. More uh, LSU's defense has not been good this year, but Alabama, although they're still out, their defense eh, 
It's not the same as it has been in years past, but nevertheless, it's Alabama. I'm, I'm going with Alabama for this game. 30 over on, or let's see, over uh, the spread is 31 points. Uh, nah, nah. I was thinking about taking Mississippi State in case we somehow improve our offense. Though, though, yeah. Though, but yeah, we we have a young team. I just hope we see some improvement. That's all I'm asking. I know it's gonna be tough, but. Yeah, hopefully this team surprises us. Surprises the whole SEC. Gets their stuff together. They had a bye week, so they've had two weeks to prepare. So, but I'm I'm not expecting us to win. Just hope we put up a better fight. We And we obviously don't let up 31 points. If we could do better, a little bit better than Tennessee, I, I will take that. So, so yeah, give me Alabama with that game. Uh, next game we have uh, number three, Ohio State taking on Penn State. Penn State, State uh, Ohio State's a 13-point favorite. They pretty much dominate Nebraska. It was a little close in the first half. Justin Fields was nearly perfect for the day. Made plays with his light arm. With his arm and legs. Penn State, they the defense was not that good this year, last week. Offense was pretty good. Good. It was a back and forth game. The whole way. Whole way at Penn State, you have to limit the turnovers. Three turnovers. You're not gonna beat Ohio State by turning over the ball. You need to force turnovers, but you're not going to beat them. That that John Clifford, he had two interceptions. He was 24-35 for 238 yards, three touchdowns, but the two picks hurt him. He did have 17 carries for 119 yards and a touchdown. You need, you need to get the running game going with somebody else besides Clifford. Clifford. Uh, defense needs to play better. Better uh, Shaka, Tony. He had a good game. He needs to get some uh, pressure. And then without uh, Mike Parsons, they that, that, that hurts their uh, defense a little bit. I'm going with Ohio State for this game. Uh, but, yeah, give me Ohio State for this game. Uh, let's see, we have a bunch, five more, five, six more games to talk about. About uh, this week, we have a lot more games to talk about, about, and that's another reason why I wanted to split it up. So uh, Arkansas, they're two and two right now. Now last week they they didn't play anybody. A and M didn't play anybody. A and M's eleven point favorite. Uh, two weeks ago they played Mississippi State. Played a pretty good offense. Or Kalman didn't have the best game, but Spiller did. Really had a really good game. Arkansas, they they're two and two right now. They lost to Auburn. 
and Georgia, and then they beat Ole Miss two weeks ago. Um, I'm going with a Arkansas. Hopefully, they, I hope they keep it close. This would be a big win for them. Them, uh, Texas A&M. Hopefully, if they want to have a chance at the playoff, this is a game they need to win. They they can't lose another game. And honestly, I hate to say it, sadly, even if they go undefeated the rest of the way, they still not might not make the playoffs because they they don't they won't play Alabama again and it it's it's hard to uh, do that when they can redeem themselves when you can't redeem yourself I've seen I I, I personally I, I see it almost impossible for uh, two teams from the same division to make it to the playoffs conference yeah I, t- I totally believe it can happen and it has happened before obviously with Alabama Georgia but it's 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 very hard for two teams from the same conference to go uh, next game we have uh, Missouri taking on number 10 Florida oh, it's, it's, uh, I'm taking A&M next game Missouri versus Florida Florida they haven't played for like the last two weeks uh, due to a COVID outbreak, uh, they're they're back this week. Missouri, they they got a big win against Kentucky last week. Off, they their Missouri's game plan seems to be right now is waste the clock. Waste the clock. Their offense has been pretty good this year. Defense hasn't been ba- hasn't honestly been that bad. I mean, our defense, uh, they played a good game last week. Uh, offense has potential. Just got to put stuff together. Last week, all they did was waste the clock. Clock, they had it for 45 minutes, and Kentucky only had it for like 15 minutes. That's a big difference. And to be Florida, Florida, and they probably need to have a similar game plan against Florida. Waste the clock and keep uh, Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts off the field. Their defense, eh, it's not really that good this year, at least so far. Far they've had two weeks to game plan, so maybe we'll see something different. But but for Missouri to beat them, eh, they're going to need to waste, keep the ball in offense and waste waste the clock. Now next game. We have a Navy taking on SMU. Navy's three and three right now. They lost to Houston last week, thirty-seven to twenty-one. SMU they lost. They got crushed by uh, Cincinnati. SMU is a fourteen and a half point favorite. Uh, I think, and I think they'll they'll bounce back, and then they'll beat Navy. Navy, I really like their offense. They struggled last week, but Cincinnati is a really good defense, and they're they're they will bounce back. Next. Next game we have a North Carolina, fifteen North Carolina taking on Virginia. Virginia's one and four this year, not off to a good start. Did have a close game against uh, Miami though. Though. Though North Carolina, they, they uh, just beat uh, NC State forty eight twenty one last week. Parents dominated them. 
Uh, I'm going with UNC. They're a six and a half point favorite. I think they can win this game, or at least they better. Better because they they're gonna because if they they want a chance to redeem themselves themselves they they need to win out, beat Notre Dame, and then find a way to beat Clemson and the and the. A conference championship. Luckily, they don't play them this regular season. But yeah, give me the Tar Heels. Next, we have a Oklahoma number twenty four Oklahoma taking on Texas Tech. Oklahoma is a fourteen half point favorite. Favorite last week they beat at TCU thirty three to fourteen. Teen Texas Tech they beat up West Virginia thirty four to twenty seven. Seven. Uh, Oklahoma's averaging 40 points a game. Texas Tech, 32. Oklahoma's led up uh, 27 points. Texas Tech's led up 37 points. Uh, for uh, Texas Tech to win this, they're going to need to score some points. Points. Uh, Oklahoma's offense, uh, they, they will get you some points. No doubt about that. So I'm I'm going with the the Sooners. Sooners. Uh, and then last game we have Western Kentucky taking on BYU. BYU is a 29 point favorite. Uh, last week they destroyed uh, Texas State. Western Kentucky they won a close game against uh, Chattanooga. It was like 13 to 10. I think they won on like a game winning field goal. <laughs> they. BYU's played good defense this year. Have a lot of 14 points, and their offense has scored 45 points per game. Western Kentucky has scored 17, 18 points per game, pretty much, and then have led up 28 points. Uh, I'm going with the the Cougars. BYU's going to remain undefeated. And, yeah, Zach Wilson is trying to keep up his Heisman campaign. It's, it's going to be a close battle battle uh, I think it might be hard for him to win it though though but you never know so yeah and then here I'm just gonna go through a quick breakdown of some of the some of the big news around college football or stories stories uh as I said earlier uh, Graham Mertz tested positive he's awaiting hit if he he's waiting waiting his uh second test to see if he if it was a false positive which can happen uh Purdue's uh Jeff Roms expected to return to the team Wednesday they got a big win without him and Rondell Moore so that's that's good Florida practices for the first time in two weeks that's good Oh, so for the first time. Okay, so we'll see how they can do after two weeks without practice. They play Missouri. Yeah, they play Missouri. So, well, no, that that could be interesting. Uh, Missouri receiver uh, Maurice Massey dismissed from the team. He decided to opt out and then... He got arrested and he's been kicked off the team. 
not a good situation there. There, uh, to Talia Tagovailoa, uh, had a had a rough first uh, start. He threw three interceptions, and and Lane Kiffin he's upset about what the SEC refs about uh, what happened in the Auburn game about uh, the player touching or the ball potentially touching the player's pinky. Uh, uh, Oregon. Let's see what what else. Oregon canceled their practice on Saturday after five positive tests. That's interesting, or that's not good. But at least they they don't play for at least two weeks. So so like that's good. But at the same time, yeah, you don't want that happening. And I would say that's. Really, all the big stories as of right now. There might be some stories later. Jalen Waddle has successful surgery. College football. And yeah, I think that that's all the big stories from college football right now. Yeah, that's that's all I can find. So, so yeah, and, and uh, I'll go through some of the quick stories in the NFL. Fell, uh, Kenyon Drake is going to be out for a few weeks with an injury. That that stinks for my fantasy team. Team Odell Beckham has a torn ACL. Will miss the rest of the season. That's a big loss for uh, Cleveland. Uh, Ron Rivera finished his uh, treatment af- from uh, his uh, cancer cancer what yeah from his uh, f- cell cancer he so he's perfectly fine which is great great uh. Cam Newton is embarrassed, admits his job might be in jeopardy after due to his poor play. John Bostic is unlikely to be suspended after uh, his hit on Dalton. Let's let's see anything around the NFL or anything else I can find. Dalton's questionable versus the Eagles. So that the starter would be, I think Ben Devucci, 
the quarterback from James Madison. Uh, and what? Let's see. Is that? Let's see. What? Anything else? Yeah, Bruce Arians said Antonio Brown won't be with the Buccaneers if a sexual assault allegations are true. True, he he said if if you're not going to be a team player, then he's he's not. This is practically his one warning, and if he does one one more th- anything stupid, he, he's he's going to be gone. We'll see how that long, that last uh, last year, they Antonio Brown and Tom Brady were together for one game. They scored a touchdown, and of course he was gone. Miles Garrett has has recorded a sack in six straight games, the longest streak in the NFL right now. Active streak. Baker had a terrible first quarter, but uh, finished the day strong. Strong, and I'll, I'll do all those in my NFL recaps. But yeah, as of right now, those are all the s- stories stories uh, going on in college and NFL football. I wanted to uh, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Really appreciate the support. I am here for, for you guys, and I really enjoy doing this every week. Just talking about football, the best game in the world. So, uh, so yeah. Again, if you if you missed what I said in the beginning, getting on Sundays at seven seven p.m. Uh, I'm gonna launch my podcast at uh, seven p.m. on Monday, Sunday, Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays, seven p.m. Central, eight p.m. Eastern, uh, five p.m. Uh, West. Western time, Western or, yeah, yeah, Western time. So, or West Coast time, not Western time. West Coast time. Uh. Oh uh, yeah, so yeah, Sunday I do my college football recaps. Mondays, which is today, I do my college football predictions. Tuesdays, NFL recap. Thursday NFL predictions. And yeah, so yeah, I'll be back tomorrow at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern with my recap of all the games. Uh, so far, so far, uh, as of now, now there hasn't been, uh, I don't want to spoil too much in case you haven't looked at the games, but uh, there's, uh, this week there were a bunch of close games, or at least uh, for the early games. Uh, for the afternoon, for for like the four o'clock games, not so much. Uh, Sunday night football was really was really fun to watch. And then we have Monday night tonight. We have the Bears and Rams. Should be a good game.
hopefully it's a good game. A game that's going to involve a lot of defense. I'll just say that. But, but yeah, hope you guys have a, a great uh, Monday or Monday or Tuesday, whenever you're watching this. And, yes, yeah, st- stay safe. Go Bills and Hale State. Beat Alabama.